It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Parents and children, parents and children, I tell you. Uh, and the same stuff comes in every August, or as it is now, 1st of September, 1st of autumn. Don't be giving me the other nonsense. 1st of autumn today, 1st of September. We get the same kind of messages in most years. And sometimes I worry about the pressure that people are putting on themselves. We got this in from Sally. Okay. Hi, PJ. I wanted to reach out to see if any other parents are in the state I'm in about school lunches. I have a boy and a girl going to school. One is a picky eater. The other would eat anything. Usually I give them a sandwich, crackers, fruit and water. Sounds good to me, Sal. But I can't help but feel I'm a crappy mom when I see the amount of efforts that some put into their school lunches, mainly on Instagram. My God, the amount of cooking, prepping and variation in the school lunch boxes makes me feel like I'm not doing enough. I'd love to mix things up for the kids so it's not the same every morning. There's only so many ham sandwiches they can eat. Anyway, you'd throw it out to listeners and get some suggestions. I'd really appreciate it. Thanks for that, Sally. I read a piece during the week, actually, one of the, I don't know where it was, one of the papers, I have it here, that the favourite school sandwich, they did research, the Bread Bakers Association, if you don't mind, the Irish Bread Bakers Association and the Healthy Heroes School Programme did some research. And first of all, they found that 42% of parents who have children in school put a sandwich in their lunchboxes. Yeah. And the most popular, the humble ham and cheese. The humble, I love them. To this day, I love The humble ham and cheese sandwich is the most favorite thing in any lunchbox. But Sally feels that because there's so much pressure on parents now to vary it and classy it up and prep it. It's all on Instagram. Sally feels under pressure. Deirdre Doyle is owner and educator at the coolfoodschool.ie. Deirdre, my first impression is that Sally needs to ignore Instagram and do what feels right for her and her children. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. A hundred percent. That's what I'm thinking listening to you there, um, PJ. We have to remember Instagram is a point in time it's a shot it's a single instant in a person's life and and most people don't live like that um so i talk a lot about school lunches um especially obviously around this time of year and my big advice to parents is to get kids to start making their own school lunches okay 
and the reason why I think that's really important is because a then the parents don't have to make them. That's really my secret uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> my secret reason why I told my kids how to make them. But um, b it gives ch- children ownership over their own school lunch, and they are much more likely to eat something that they've prepared themselves. So they're more likely to eat the lunch that they um, that they make at home themselves. Can I ask the obvious question here that's jumping into my head? Yeah. How do you avoid a lunchbox full of sweets and crisps? Yes. Well, yes. So that is with the caveat that you, so as parents, there is a strategy of feeding um, developed by an American guru called Ellen Sater. It's called the Division of Responsibility in Feeding. If any of your listeners have children who have issues with um with food go google it Uh, for anybody like i use that this in my house i've been using this in my house for years and years and years and i have three kids Mm -hmm. and what the division of responsibility and feeding says that as a pair as the parent and has responsibilities and the child has responsibilities so the parents responsibilities are the what where and when of feeding so that means we decide what our child is eating where they're going to eat it and when they're going to eat it. The child has the responsibility of whether and how much. So whether or not they're going to eat it at all and how much they're going to eat. So when I talk about children making their own school lunches, my responsibility as a parent is to provide the food. So I provide the food I want my child to put in their lunchbox. I provide a source of protein. So be that tuna, be that the ham, be that chicken or egg, not egg, generally they don't take egg. But um, I provide that protein and then I provide a source of carbohydrate, which is generally some kind of wholemeal, but it doesn't have to be, um, wholemeal carbohydrate or whatever, wrap, bagel, bread, whatever. And that, But then my kids make their lunches. There's loads of fruit there. There's yogurts. There's, uh, but I don't have crisps. I don't have chocolate. I don't have jellies on offer. So mm. then they can't take them to school. So that's how we that's the strategy in my house yeah and it works really well my son has been making his school lunch since he was six he's 12 now so yeah it's worked really really well Mm. most Um, schools now won't allow the the treats anyway the chocolate or the crisps Uh, yeah yeah it's a bit of a minefield pj you have to be careful not to not to demonize any particular type of food Um, we have to allow our kids to have treats i would think Um, yes totally and not be putting them up on a pedestal so there you know there's a lot of talk about that um you know in feeding circles you know that we should be giving kids treats with their dinners to to normalize it so it's not being put up on a pedestal yeah um but but back to sally and if she's looking for ideas for her lunch boxes um i i have a list i have a list of 50 school lunch ideas on my website if she's stuck Mm. (laughs) or um I have 35 different sandwich filler ideas on my on my website as well. I sure. have lots of resources if she um if she's stuck or if any parent out there is stuck. Yeah, yeah. Like the, if you look at the, the sandwich, sandwich crackers, fruit and water. Now that's a good that's a good lunchbox if they if they eat their way through that. The sandwich is the one. The sandwich and the fruit you can vary. An apple one yeah. day, a mandarin the next, or whatever, whatever. hundred um, percent. Okay. And some of those Instagram lunchboxes are going in, and the kids aren't eating them. That's right. Because so there's they're actually pointless because you're giving your child food to give them energy but if they're not eating the food they're not getting the energy so they need to have food that they know that they're going to eat in Mm -hmm. school 
So again, going back to the getting them to make their own school lunch, they'll know they'll they're going to put stuff in that they know that they're going to eat. And also at the end of the day, it's only one meal in the day. So I say to parents all the time, if if you're worried about variety, the school lunch is not necessarily the place to be doing it. You do it at breakfast, you do it after school where they're they're much more comfortable and relaxed. There's a lot of stuff going on in school, you know, that um, that's not. That may cause children not to want to eat their lunch. The other kids could be commenting on their lunch. That's happened with my daughter before. And, you know, then she's like, well, I'm never bringing that into school again, you know. So whereas they might eat it at home. So, uh, you know, Sally, keep the variety and the, you know, maybe for at home where they're more comfortable to eat different foods and, you know, send things in that they, you know, that they're going to eat Yeah, like the chicken, the, the, the chicken and the ham and say a bit of beef, whatever. I mean, yeah, like you yeah. can you can home cook the chicken. Absolutely, you can yeah. keep it yeah. if, you, if you have a bit of bacon or ham at the weekend. You keep a bit for the going yeah. to the sandwiches. You know they like exactly. it exactly. Then the wrap, exactly. the, the wrap exactly. and the bread. There's nothing like you, you hear There's people. Nothing wrong with that. People talk about white bread as if it was poison. It won't hurt them. They're getting it no, into their bodies, no. and they're, they're, it's nutrition. I, I, I sometimes feel that Sally, maybe you agree with me, and the Instagram thing doesn't help. Sometimes no, the help. misfortunate parents are competing with each other and the children yes. are sitting there going, well, I wanted a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. And yes, Instagram, I think is, is yeah. And look, I'm, I I do use Instagram a lot, um, but I try to keep it very real on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know there is lots of people out there who um, make beautiful lunch boxes, but are the kids actually eating them? Yeah. Yes, you get the couple of strawberries and the couple of little nuts in the compartment and there's my beautifully rolled... For goodness sake, like you've spent more time putting that together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and, well, and that's why I say you get the kids to make their lunches. Yeah. Because... Um, so would you, for example, Sally, on a Monday night or a Tuesday night, Sunday night, say, right, Sunday night. So what would you do? Yeah. Would you put, the, you put the, the, the available ingredients out? If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. What, on the countertop? Is yeah, that what so you do? on a Sunday night, what, yeah, what I would tend to do is I would kind of batch something. So, for example, I would make a chicken salad. So I would make... Um, I, this, I do this, sorry. The kids, well, I know, sorry, I do make this, but um, I like poach some chicken breasts, mm. um, chop them up when they're cool, chop up, up some grapes, some rocket. And I know parents are going to say my kids won't eat rocket. It's just lettuce. This is all mixed. It's just lettuce, yeah. Mix it all up with some mayonnaise and a little pinch of curry powder. So there's some sweetness from the grapes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, I want really nice. some salad now, Sally. <laughs> that sounds gorgeous. <laughs> um, yeah it is very nice and um, my kids love that so I'll have that made maybe on the Sunday night and then that's there and that'll keep for a couple of days in the fridge mm. um, if I don't do that I might make a tuna but my kids my kids are older now like my youngest is 12 they'll do this themselves but like I would have made like um, a tuna maybe so tuna mayonnaise and then I would have made, maybe grated some carrot into it or mm. you know a bit of sweet corn or chopped cucumber diced cucumber really small and have that available in the fridge i might have ham and cheese so i very i have always varied it by you know week by week rather than day by day yeah. so they might have have three or four days in the week when they're where they're having tuna or the next week it might be just all ham and cheese or the week after it might yeah, be yeah. you know the chicken and and that kind of thing um so you say, then, they say what's like you they make their lunch but you kind of you're prepping the batch for what they're going to put into it yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I would have done when they were younger. Now they, now they do their own thing. But okay. like they're teenagers now. So, um, but yeah, yeah. That's what I would have done. And then, then that's available for them. So that's me providing the food that I want them to eat. And then they decide: Are they going to take that? And generally, they would would have always taken that. Like I have always encouraged them to take a source of protein because that's really important for them. It's going to keep them fuller during the day. Um, but then the other thing that I, because picking them up after school, I would always have had a really healthy, nutritious snack for them in the car because oftentimes parents were going, we're going to different activities and stuff. A fine, healthy, varied lunchbox. You teach the kids to make their own from as young as five or six. Yeah, absolutely. I teach kids cooking all the time, and I like I I teach kids from as young as two and three. Yeah. So. They're all capable and we need to let our kids get into the kitchen. We need to let them make a mess in the kitchen, you mm. know, in the same way as that we let them paint and we let that we teach them to ride a bike and we teach them all these other skills. We need to let them into the kitchen. We need to let them um, play with food, examine food, get comfortable around food, the food that we want them to eat yeah. so that they know how to, and, and, and that's why lunch, a school lunch is a really simple first meal for them to learn how to make. Yes. Um, you know, it's, it, there's no standing over a stove. There's no, you know, nothing like that. So it's, that's, that's why I'm a massive advocate. I've challenged the children of the nation, PJ, to start mm. making their own school lunches. Yeah. All over the summer, I was saying it to kids in classes and stuff I was teaching. So, yeah. The one thing that, that I think influences parents 
as a minor well through school and they're adults now. But one thing that I think can be troublesome too is fad diets. You know, they say don't give your children this, don't give your children that. If it feels right, give it to them. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, if they're going to eat it, um, like there's no point in giving your children, I don't know, like fried mango beans if they're not going to eat them. Falafel wraps. So the, like, come on. Falafel wraps. Even if it's the healthiest thing on the planet and it's the new superfood, if they're not going to eat it, well, then they're not getting that nutrition anyway. So I would say keep it simple for the school lunches. There's a lot of other things going on at lunchtime in schools and the focus shouldn't uh, really be on the food. It should be on making sure that they eat Mm. something that they bring in to keep them going for the rest of the day. So where would you start with Sally? My first advice would be get off Instagram, but that's a bit that's that's a bit too (laughs) blunt. Where would you where where would you advise start for Sally? Well, I would say to Sally, why don't you sit down with the kids and um, have a chat to them about what they're happy to have in their lunch boxes, yeah. and then start showing them how to make those sandwiches. Bring them to the shops. Say, right, you can have like apples. Actually, can be very problematic in school because um, kids don't like eating a full apple in school. Right. Bananas aren't great for school. So it might be fruit like oranges, you know, chopped up pineapple, chopped up melon, um, berries are brilliant. Um, So, you know, see what they're happy to bring into school and then show them how to start making their lunches and maybe do a little batch of, you know, tuna salad if they're happy to eat tuna. Um, If it's ham and cheese, maybe ham and cheese is fine. Like ham and ham, they're sources of protein. But, you know, if, if, if you feel that that's, you're not happy with that, maybe bake your own ham, um, roast an extra chicken when you have the oven on, you know, doing the Sunday roast. Mm. Um, but get a little plan in place so that you're, she's, she is ready for, you know, the week ahead. We're, yeah. we're, it's Friday now, she's the whole weekend to, um, to put a little plan in place, get the kids, show them how to make the sandwiches, get them excited about it because kids love being in the kitchen. They love cooking. They love being hands-on. And I know that because I see it day yeah. in, day out when I'm out teaching. Mm-hmm. So um, that would be my uh, my solution to her. Um, bring them to the shops, see, like, do they want, um, you know, yogurts? Is there any yogurts? Uh, yogurts can be problematic too. <laughs> I've been through all this with my kids. Like the kids, the teachers don't want the, the yogurts in because they stay in the carpet or that they can't open them yeah and and everything that kids need to be able to open the stuff that they bring in so if they're bringing in the likes of fruits they need to be able to open them um mm. because i know teachers can be demented opening 30, 30 fruits at lunchtime <laughs> yeah i know i know i know it's, it's all it's all too complicated i'm i'm just so glad i'm out of that part of my life and to be fair it was queen b did most for the have to say I have to say, but thank you very much, dear Doyle. The Cool Food School. Look it up. But her ad- advice to Sally is: let them start making up their own lunchbox. Have you any ideas? You've been, I'm sure, where Sally is right now. Have you any ideas? Corks ninety six FM. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.